Good morning, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Nine Dime Media. And uh, I don't quite have a name for this yet, but for the moment, I'm just going to call it EV Focus. But uh, I'm here joined by Tesla Tim and Ray Millen. They were kind enough to come be panelists on, on, on this podcast, and uh, you guys will see them uh, pretty often. So definitely get to know them. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about uh, cars and whatnot, but I guess we'll start with uh, with Tim. And we're just going to, since this is our first podcast, what we'll do is um, talk about our cars, which ones we have, how do we get into it, and uh, keep it keep it pretty, uh, pretty low-key on that. Go ahead, Tim. All right. Well, thanks, Dom, for the invitation uh, for this uh, forum. And uh, uh, I reside in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been here about eight years. And uh, I uh, have become basically an EV enthusiast uh, since uh, 2017. And um, my prior to my Tesla, I drove a BMW X3. And uh, I was at a golf outing with one of my college buddies, and he had just received uh, his Model 3. And actually it was his wife's order. So his wife ordered it, uh, but when the car arrives, if he uh, commutes more than her, she uh, let him have the car. And so after we were playing golf, uh, I, I went up to his car, he was telling me about it. He was like, yeah, you know, this is incredible. It's amazing. I'm saving so much on gas. Uh, the, there's like no maintenance and then the autopilot, he has a long commute. He said autopilot is incredible. And, uh, I was looking at it. I was like, yeah, you know what? I do a lot of driving and I like saving money too. <laughs> so started, I started doing some research, uh, just on uh, EVs and Tesla in general. And I think one of the things that stood out, and this is, uh, probably one of the major points that, that I like to point out to people is you know, the safety of EVs. Uh, we'll talk about the economics, but the safety, just having that battery weight, uh, you know, preventing rollover accidents. And then the glass roof turns out that, yeah, it looks fancy, but it's actually a, a, a strong safety feature. We've seen stories of trees falling on, you know, EVs and that glass roof protecting the passengers. And then not having a engine, that front crumple zone is a lot better. So, uh, you know, I do a lot of driving. I have a family. I've seen horrible accidents on the highway. I've known people who have been devastated by accidents. And so, you know, number one, when I made the pitch to my wife, it was, it was the safety thing, you know, that, that that really stood out. And then going towards the economics of driving uh, EVs. So I found that the more you drive, uh the the better the value proposition for an ev and uh i i can drive for my job up to 120 miles in a day and um <clears throat> you know i was spending a lot on premium gas and so uh basically you know once i make the switch uh you know i, I started to uh save a lot of money uh and now even more so you know the it, it, the more you drive, the value proposition goes up, and the higher gas prices go up, the value pro proposition increases mm -hmm. as well. So I'm that. starting to, yeah, you know, I'm starting to see, you know, all of these benefits, and every, everyone, I think a lot of people focus on the, the sticker price of the car, but the long-term savings, I've had my car close to, what, five years now, you know, completely paid off. And then the, the other secret thing is, you know, I get reimbursed 
for my miles for my job and um and and so the the mileage reimbursement does not matter if you drive a gas or ev car so when you're getting reimbursed yeah. by the government for your miles and i, I told my yeah. friends who are realtors all the time i was like you write off your mileage but if you make it ev miles you'll save and that might actually make money doing that oh yeah yeah so, yeah then the other thing is a lot of the hospitals i cover they have free ev charging so uh, my main hospital has you know a handful of chargers so you know i was you know, putting everything together and just saying, you know, look, I can save money. I have places where I can charge for free. Uh, and uh, then the safety was was a key thing for me. And, uh, you know, not just for, for Tesla's, but all EVs are, are, are going to be safer, less, uh, you know, uh, prone to fires. And, uh, and then the tech in a lot of our cars is way more advanced than, uh, than, than a traditional ICE car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, factoring all of that, uh, you know, that that led to my decision to place an order. And um, and so I have a, a 2018 uh, long range model three that I love and that I've had people ask to buy my car. And I was just like, you know what, I could I could make some money on it, but I just love this car. I might keep this car forever. I might not ever trade it in, uh, but it's just it's really done the job and i have a, a fa- i have a family two kids and we've taken you know we we drive to florida we actually just took a trip to ohio we drove to ohio and uh, you know in, in our car we used to take my wife's suv but now the kids and even my wife once she sees how cheap supercharging is compared to you know filling up a gas tank she's like yeah we're taking your car right and i'm like yeah we're, we're taking my car and uh, <laughs> and uh but i always tell people the space in the car you know with the front the trunk and the sub trunk uh yeah she's become a master packer uh getting things in and using duffel bags to you know yeah. uh, uh, to get all our stuff in so people underestimate you know the size and space in these evs and i have a model three and a model y is even better with space uh, but you can fit stuff in and and take long road trips comfortably. And so, you know, since I've received the car, uh, they call me Tesla Tim at work because I basically talk about Tesla and EVs all, all day. And when people are asked questions and, you know, we'll talk about all the questions that people ask, I'm sure, on, the, on, this, uh, on this podcast. But, uh, but, you know, I'm just there to answer and, and you know, kind of, take away some of these misconceptions, especially uh, with some of the uh, misconceptions that get perpetuated in the media. Uh, and I think, a, fortunately, a lot of companies have stepped up to, you know, make EV ownership a lot better than what it was, you know, 10 or 12, 15 years ago. You know, the cars have a lot of range. There are ample places to charge, especially on road trips. Is it, you know, totally ideal yet, but uh, every year it has improved in, in my experience. Uh, the price, you know, is, they're not cheap, but, you know, when you're looking at comparable cars in the segment, you know, you I, I saw a post the other day, a Toyota Camry can go for 44,000 in California, and the Model 3 starts at 46, you know, the, the, the cheapest Model 3, so, you know, they're, there are they are a little bit more expensive, but again, the value proposition uh, really, uh, and, and that, that's why I can't stop talking about it because I hate 
when people are losing money at the pub. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really the thing. Like, I, you know, a lot of people at work are like, oh, you talk about Tesla all the time, you know, this and that. I was like, I just want you to know there's, there are options for you when you're, you know, due to replace your car, your lease is running out. And I mm-hmm. always tell people, just test drive it. Just test drive <clears throat> one, just sit in one. Mm-hmm. You can read all the media stories, but like just test drive one and, and say, all right, you know, if you test drive it, so you don't like it, that's fine. But uh, I think once most people do, they'll say, why, why would I buy anything else? Yeah. See, I kind of yeah. fit you with the uh, thing with the, the money saving, because I kind of tell people the same thing. Now, look, look at what you paying for your car a month. Like, say, if you do buy a, a Camry or something, you buy a forty or $50,000 car, um, look at what you're paying a month, you know, on your, uh, either if you're on a lease or if you're doing car payments. Um, now, add gas on top of that a month mm-hmm. how much you pay a month in gas mm-hmm. so when you add both those together that's how much that car is costing you mm-hmm. per month not even talking about maintenance and and, and other stuff mm-hmm. just talking about once you add those two bills up now say you're going with an electric car and yeah you're right they're more expensive you know they're, they're not you're not really cheap they're not there yet and I, I wish they were but they're not really there yet but when you when you sit there and you maybe you get a 50 or a sixty thousand dollar car and then you say okay yeah yeah your car payments are going to be higher you know but when you do that math a lot of times you could yeah. be winning you could be paying mm-hmm. you know two three hundred dollars a month on a on a, on a on a another on a gas car at, you know for your uh car payment and then you're paying three four five hundred dollars a month depending on mm-hmm. how much you're commuting on gas and then when you well if you're paying six hundred dollars a month for this next vehicle that's electric that's a bit more expensive but then you're paying forty dollars a month in electric bills at home or you know charging that not sure how much the tesla's you know and everything charged but it's just like generally you win <laughs> you know yeah well, and Ray, you have a unique perspective because, uh, you know, me and Tim, we both have Tesla, but you have the uh, the Porsche Taycan, which, you know, this is something that's something I, I definitely set out. I was like, I don't want to be have a bunch of guys that just have Teslas because, I mean, that's we've seen that before. But, you know, to have your perspective yeah. as, as a Porsche owner, a Porsche EV owner, that's that's going to be really, really big for us going down the road. And I mean, and honestly, being African-American is just like you said. We don't fat you don't when you get in that car, when you're sitting in that Mercedes dealership, when you can finally get that S550, whether it be used or new, you're not factoring gas. You don't you don't look at that. You you that's always an afterthought. So yeah, getting an EV is so much different because it's like, okay, yes, you're paying the high price, but the cost of ownership and you know, when and then when you do start factoring maintenance, it's like, what maintenance? Or, you know, very little maintenance. I mean, I've had mine since August of 2021. And the only thing maintenance-wise I've done was I got a flat tire, and I replaced and I replaced the two the uh, two front tires. That was it. And I think and I and I use Tesla to to carry uh, to um, capture all all my uh, charging data. And I, I was looking at it the other day, and I think since that that time, and I we put fourteen thousand miles on it. We bought it; it was used. It had nine thousand miles on it, and. The entire um, it only cost me eight hundred and fifty six dollars to go fourteen thousand miles so far. Mm. Yeah, and, the, the maintenance, yeah. yeah, the maintenance cannot be underestimated. You know, I, I've had people come to me who've owned their cars for two years, and they'll say, "Tim, do I need to do any maintenance on my car?" <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, they come to me at work and say, "What do I need to do?" And I always say, "Well, you might want to rotate your tires." which you can have done for free at Discount Tire or, 
even Costco. So you don't even have to pay for that rotation. Uh, and then I, I change my own air filter about once, uh, once a year. It takes me 10 minutes. Uh, and that's really about it. You know, I've put, uh, I've had a couple flats and I got a new set of tires. Uh, I have about 50, close to 60,000 miles on mine. So, uh, but really, you know, going a whole year without needing to do anything to your car and you're not getting peppered with emails saying, Oh, bring your car in for oil and change, get your filter change, you know, this, this and that. I mean, we, we've all, you know, had that experience. It's like, gosh, you know, they really, when you have a gas car, they really want you to come in for service because that's how they yeah. do it. Yeah. That's what. Right. That's how they make the money. Yeah. yeah. And and I've got a traverse right now. It's barking at me to take it in for oil change. I'm like, oh, I hate yeah. you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no. so, so what about you, Ray? How'd you how'd yeah. you get to EV ownership? Yeah. So I have. Uh, I'm from I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, by the way, everybody. And I'm just I'm originally from New York, but we've lived here about a decade now, um, and absolutely loving it. Um, so I've been interested in EVs, um, since the start, you know, I've always liked fast and powerful cars, but, um, EVs took my interest when Tesla came on the market and came on the scene with it, the tech, I love tech and such a tech head and, and, and seeing what the cars can do. I test drove one back in, uh, I think it was 2014 or so, 2014, 2015. Mm, early. And I fell, I fell in love with it. And I was just like, that's going to be my next car. And I was almost going to go in there. And then at the time I was driving a, um, a, a Dodge Charger and then Dodge came along and said, oh, here's this new Hellcat and lots of power, and all this stuff, one stuff. And then I just drove one of those and I got rehooked and went down that road and had a blast with it, absolute blast with it. But I was always, always looking at uh, still going electric. So when the um, when the Plaid was announced, like I had literally the day Elon said, oh, here's the Plaid and the order banks are open. I put in the order right away. I was, I jumped, well, he was still doing a presentation. I jumped on the website and put in the deposit and said, I'm, I'm getting this, 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 this is going to be it right here. So I had that set and, you know, just doing my due diligence, uh, reviewing and checking stuff out. And the other cars kept coming up, you know, in the you know, YouTube and the sites, you know, they give you those suggestions. You start looking at video reviews of this, that, and the other suggestions start coming up. So the Tycon kept popping up. And then that young brother, uh, Marquise uh, uh, Brown, he um, yeah. he did a review on the car. And um, I was just like, that that looks amazing. I think I owe it to myself. We got a Porsche dealership here in town. So I think I owe it to myself to go and take a look. And me and my son went down there and they just, I, I thought it was amazing. You know, they we walked in and they were just like, yeah, man, they just do us the keys and say, y'all go on, drive it, let us know what you feel. So I, I just... As a black man, it's just it's just kind of tricky, you know. You, you've yeah. been in you know, dealerships your whole life, and usually, you know how it is. You know they they watch it and everything. So it's just like when they was just like, "Yeah, here's the keys, man. Go ahead and drive. Let us know how it is." And just like, oh, okay. So we took it, fell in love, you know, with it. I had started to hear all the things about the the, the build qualities and Teslas, and I was just like, "Ooh, if I'm gonna spend all this money, do I want to hmm. make sure?" I- Oh, that's got the quality and everything. I just, you know, I didn't know anything about plaids at the time. You know, that, what I've seen now, yeah, plaids, they, they got it down. They, they got some mm-hmm. extra quality. They got rid of those those issues. So I'm not trying to hit on that at all. But um, just at the time, I was wondering about that. And then just, uh, again, kind of for spending that kind of money, I was just like, do I feel like 
I spent this kind of money on a car. Mm -hmm. I wanted a car that kind of felt like it. You know, you were saying you get a Mercedes, you get an S class, you know, you get the Beamers, you know, it's just like you you spend that kind of money. Those those cars always make you feel like wow, yeah. you know, you yeah, know, yeah. you have arrived, you in it. So um it just kind of felt like that. So when I test drove that uh that uh Tycon, it was just I was hooked from there. So I wasn't planning on getting one for uh a couple of months because I was still in a lease, but once I drove it, I was just like, all right, I canceled the flat <laughs> order. Yeah. And I was there in a week later, just like, um, yeah, I need this car now. So let's do this. <laughs> so I bought it um at the um at the beginning of 2020, uh uh January 2020. So it was uh uh only had a couple miles on it. So I have put mm -hmm. about twenty five thousand miles on this car since I yeah I drive I love to drive I I, I feel mm -hmm. all cars are meant to be driven yeah. so I can't imagine myself having a car that just doesn't get driven so yeah we've done road trips to uh, um, from other we've gone to Orlando twice Disney World uh, we've gone to uh, Gulf Shores New Orleans uh, Charlotte North Carolina and then uh, the Tail of the Dragon as well so it's just it's it's been easy you know it's 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 obviously it would have been more easy with that Tesla supercharger network because I see so many more of their charges so that's where you know we get a bit of a different experience this is our charges uh for the rest of the cars are not as prolific as as, as tesla's and early on the electrify america which is the default network for this car um they weren't a lot of their charges were not you know on point a lot of times you get there and you would have issues this charging station wouldn't work you have to switch to another one i think one time the station locked up the software locked up and it locked my my plug in the car so it oh, even disconnect. i had to get on the phone mm. and call their service and their service people are great by the way they're the mm. EA service people they are great so you call mm. them if you have any problems if it's not charging they will sit there and troubleshoot they'll send some commands you know road commands and they'll generally get it get it running so they, they are really good so i've had to call them i think twice and both yeah. times they were straight they rebooted the machine and it came right up and it unlocked and i just plugged into another one so different you know, it was different you know early on with with those you know it was like there was nobody at the charges and we wanted a few and every once in a while another car come up you know we sit and talk but we noticed now we just went to gulf shores last weekend um the charges they're, they're, they're getting fuller they're getting fuller people yeah. are showing up <laughs> now we're seeing seeing other tycons we're seeing mock e's seeing yeah. You know, yeah, uh, just just the ID fours and just everything. I think this this last trip we just saw the uh, the Mercedes EQS, uh, mm -hmm. SUV, which isn't even on the market yet, because mm -hmm. uh, right. they they build those down here in Tuscaloosa. Right. So the, 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 I was talking with the guy who worked for them, and it's like, yeah, you can take a picture of the outside, but the inside isn't released. So you know, but it still looked in there, gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you you drive around down here, and you'll you'll see them out there testing at the Charger down in uh, Alabaster down there, Birmingham. So he's like, yeah, they'll they'll be out there testing all the time. So, you, but you see more cars, more people at the charging stations, and we just you know waiting for that infrastructure to increase. They're supposed to be building an, an Electrify America here in Huntsville and a few other towns mm -hmm. uh, in Alabama, because right now there are maybe a handful of electrify america chargers in the entire state um there's no high speed uh charge point ev goes there's there's none of those here so outside of the uh the tesla superchargers which um i'm sure there's 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 got to be at least 20 or 30 in the state there they just built one here well, that, <laughs> well that's gonna be interesting here soon because if tesla does open it up to um you know all evs i mean that would 
you know, I think you probably have to get an adapter, but essentially yeah. that should that should bode well pretty pretty well for you, especially or most people that drive um, EVs along the same routes that you have, like the Tesla superchargers. And I mean, yeah, Tesla is. I, I would love to see Electrify America do invest more into that because, and and here's what I say: everything that Tesla's doing, it's not like everybody else can't do it. Yeah, it's it, it can be done. Like I, I just I think the where where Tesla's advantage is is the fact that I just put in my information into the car on my account and it's linked to the car. So then, no matter where I go, the car knows where to build me. You know that that part is <clears throat> to me rather intuitive because it's like yeah, it, it gives you an advantage over the gas pumps because it's like yeah, I just plug in the car. I mean, the cars are smart enough now that yeah, you put that information in there and it knows hey, I'm going to use this car because it's on the account. I, you know, and just have that that two way handshake. I mean, you're in cybersecurity, so I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the technology behind it's not hard. I mean, you yeah, can no, do it to it's, where it's actually done in in our cars, um, model year 21 and beyond. I don't have it in my okay. car, but in model year 21 and beyond, the Tycon actually has the plug in place, so you can just pull uh, up to Electrify America, mm-hmm. plug it in, and it'll do all that communication. It takes longer than Tesla does. Tesla's yeah, you know, it communicates fast and starts charging within a couple yeah. of seconds but it, it'll take it about 30 seconds to a minute and then it'll kick off the charge but i mean it it's not really that hard for me and so i just pull out the app when i connect it to the station i pull out the app the port put a porsche app and say you know i'm here charge at this station and it kicks off well charge we have charge point at my job and i, I use that one pretty well, uh, well mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot and i i do like theirs theirs is really yeah. good where you just pull up you you uh Pretty much, uh, you have the card on your phone, like if you have an iPhone, you yeah, just yeah. hold it up to it, and then, yeah. and then, yeah, that's that's them, pretty yeah. intuitive too. That, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like just the fact that you could put a make a mobile pass for it. Yeah, and then do an iPhone. I just go right up to the station, you know, yeah. double tap and let it let it do its thing. So, I wish they had more of them out here. They got a couple of slow uh, charge mm-hmm. points out here, like the Whole Foods here has has one. You know, so if we go shopping there, then I'll just plug in and. Mm-hmm. And run on in and do what I got to do, but you know <laughs> you ain't gonna get yeah. much, you know, coming out of something like that. And that you know leads to that other discussion about you know when this infrastructure is gonna increase to make it uh, uh, a bit more feasible. Like I, I know there there's like Texas is doing and some I think Georgia wants to do it as well as they're trying to put those because I think they put it in the bill anyway that they want those mm-hmm. charges every 50 miles along every interstate <laughs> would be great to to, to do that because for Teslas, you guys like say for me where I'm at, uh, my my wife, uh, her parents, they live in out in uh, Shreveport, and to get here from Shreveport, um, you know, it's two major highways, you know, 65 and 20. Um, there are no charges outside of Teslas along I-20 from when we went out of charges from uh, Birmingham, that Alabaster Charger. There's no charges on I-20 going west until you get to Dallas. Ooh. That's like a seven, eight hundred mile gap. No car exists right now that yeah. can that can run that gap. Uh, you know, right. Tesla's, yeah, y'all got superchargers along I twenty. Yeah, Electrify America, charge point, nothing. There, there's nothing high speed. Yeah. I, so I could stop at a hotel or something and charge overnight. I can use the Tesla destination charger because I have the adapter. Mm-hmm. But you know, the the superchargers, there's just nothing we can do until you open that network. So we are hoping, you know, they do that soon. As well as EA, they 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 say they're gonna expand that way as well and cover that gap. But yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. it's rougher for uh, non Teslas out there, but it's it's still doable. There's another route yeah. we can take 
but it would add like an extra hour, hour and a half or something on it where it's just not worth it. So that's where, you know, keeping a gas car kind of still comes in useful. There's sometimes, you know, you don't want to take the extra time and it, it does take extra time to charge, you know, it does yeah. take, you know, sometimes you got to route a little bit different yeah. to get somewhere. So where if you can keep a gas car and an electric car, you know, it's not ideal. It's not for everybody. That's a lot of money. Um, but if you can, you know, you don't have to go all in. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, you can have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, and 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 that's what I theorize too. And for and I guess I'll get into my story. But so for me, I followed Tesla for probably since 2017, 2016, maybe like right before the Model Three launched. And um, I always kind of it was in the back of my mind. I was like, ah, whatever. All right, cool. And during the pandemic, that's when I really just started because my wife started getting the stocks. And then that was when I started learning about Tesla and how far they're going. And I'm like, man, if they're doing this much volume and, and, and this much profitability, like what are the, you know, it's like, what's their product? And, you know, you start looking into a product and it's like electric vehicles. Okay. All right. You know, I always heard of it and never really thought anything of it until, you know, like I said, the model three came out and it kind of made it a little bit more affordable. And, you know, during the pandemic, my wife, we were leasing an infinity. And I've owned like over the past 10 years, my wife and I, we bought probably like 15 cars and, you know, just trying to find that car that suits me. That's that, you know, I'm like, I, I need, I need a car that suits me really. And um, yeah, we had our lease for our infinity and then we had just bought the Traverse cause we had just moved into our house and, and I just got rid of my motorcycle and, uh, and then our lease was up and then we gave, and then we bought it, we bought it out and uh, gave it to my mother-in-law. Uh, Cause she, she really liked the car. Cause during the last year, the lease, she was driving it anyway. And for the, for a while, my, my wife didn't have to go into the office cause uh, she quit teaching and, and moved into mortgage and we're working from home. So we didn't really need two cars. And then um, we got to a point where she was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to teaching. So she's going to need a car. And it was just like, all right, well, what do we get? And, you know, with me doing the research that I have been doing, I was just like, well, this might be a good opportunity to probably get a Tesla, you know, let's try it out and see, see what's what, you know, why we still have the Traverse and call it a day. So we, we, we found one used out in Cary and, you know, we bought it and it was in good condition. It's model three performance 2020. And, you know, I was like, yeah, it's cool. And we, we drove it home, had to charge it once in Siler city. And even that was really, really good. Um, it was the first charge. My wife drove it home. So, you know, I was like, I was eager to drive it. You know, she's like, well, who's going to drive it home? I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, me, 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 me. And I was like, nah, I, I drive with the kids. Don't worry about it. You know, kind of play it cool. And we got it home. And then uh, for like that first month, we had to use the uh, the uh, two, uh, not, the 120 outlet charger. And that was okay. It just sustained what it was. But we already had an order in for our wall connector. And that came in and finally got installed. And we were off to race after that. My wife drives about, what was it? 30, yeah, about 34 miles a day, 17, 17 back. Um, if I was to drive it, it's about 20 there, 20 back, so 40 miles a day. I started calculating and started looking at our life. It was like, well, we don't really take too many road trips like that. So, I mean, you know, people's like, oh, well, you know, you need to buy the most range, blah, blah. And I was, and the performance, I just wanted a Tesla. I didn't care if it was standard range, mm -hmm. long range, but the performance was a decent deal at the time because it was in the middle of prices going up and down. And it was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to get this. But um, but yeah, we, we don't really do a lot of road tripping. I mean, we do here and there, but, you know, it's not a lot. And, you know, I've calculated that 
because of that, you most people do a lot of driving in the city that they live in anyway. So for me, it just made sense to just get something that had, you know, the performance was going to do us well because we only drive around town and I'm not driving more than 200, 200 miles in town. So at some point I'm coming home and, you know, having that wall connector charging at 48 amps. I mean, I'm getting, you know, 38 miles an hour, you know, of charge. So after that, that was, that was really, it, it cemented it for us. Then, you know, she loves it, you know, to her, she's like, it's just a car. And then, you know, she hit me a while ago. Well, she hit me last year, Christmas, like, so when can we order my model Y? I was like, oh, it's just a car. Right. It's not just a car yeah. now. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, and, and you know, my, my, my wife's family, they live, they're out, um, they're from uh, South Carolina rural area. And, you know, she does want to take the car to, you know, visit them at some point. And that's why I still have the Traverse kind of, because they don't really have charger and charging infrastructure in that part of South Carolina. Even though I've petitioned my mother-in-law to install like um, an outdoor dryer outlet, like a NEMA 1450 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or something, it's like, hey, yeah, I'll pay for it. Just, you know, because it's like halfway in between Myrtle Beach, too. So it's like, I don't want to, if I route there, I have to go to Florence and then like Myrtle Beach and then come in. And I'm like, no, how about we just get one installed there? And then that way we can just, from Florence, we can go straight there, plug up, charge up and call it a day. And then if we want to go to the beach, we can go to the beach. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's our story. It was, it's, it's been a fun experience. I mean, I love the thing, the thing I have to, the thing that holds me back the most while I'm driving is wanting to floor it. When somebody comes up to me, you know, lines up next to me on, on, on at the street light and it's like, uh, you know, do you, you really want to go or what? Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And, you know, I know some people like, oh, man, he just he just doing it. I was like, hey, man, look, I, I don't I'm not sure if you wanted to, but I'm not losing this this race, man. I'm not losing. I'm not giving you that. <laughs> well, well, Dom, yeah. you, 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 you bring up a great point about the, the range most people need. And, you know, I think that's where we have to educate people. You know, they're like, well, it's only 300 miles of range. And I always say, you know, aside from a road trip, when are you driving 300 miles? Exactly. And most people, yeah. and I think there's a study that says the average commute is around 30 miles. So you have more than enough battery in some of the modern EVs now. Mm-hmm. And some would argue, you know, that the automakers need to make, you know, kind of lower range EVs to keep the cost down because you know, for yeah. purposes commuting back and forth, it, that would be a perfect option for a lot of families. And uh, I use the analogy, uh, you know, Apple could make an iPhone that battery would last a whole week, but that phone would be super thick because of the amount of battery needed. And it would cost so much money because it's extra materials and extra battery costs. Mm-hmm. But with your iPhone, you know, when you go to sleep, you put it on your charger. It's not being used. And that's the same. Yeah. Uh, the same thing when you experience it when you have an EV. That's the same process. It's not your. It's, your a, it's amazing that people. Garage. Yeah, it's amazing that people say, "Oh, wait, it only has uh, you know, two like the standard range model three is like, oh, it only has two hundred seventy three. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like, like what? Well, <laughs> don't you don't you plug your phone in at night every night? Yeah. It's like it's the same concept. Like you wake up in the morning, you unplug your phone, you go about your day. When you come home, you plug it back in. Mm-hmm. And you know here, I mean, power. Uh, yeah, power for me is like twelve cents a kilowatt hour. So I mean, mm-hmm. for me to and 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 I always charge the eighty. I'm I'm the I'm the eighty percent guy. So I, I always charge the eighty. That's, that's my hard yeah. stuff. 
And yeah. and my wife uses about 20 percent um, back and forth. And then during the summer, it's kind of hot. So, you know, she runs the she runs the AC at like 10 and it irks me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I know she's trying to cool the car down. But yeah, so I mean, twenty that twenty percent when she comes home only cost me like a dollar and twenty nine cents, and that's mm-hmm. and and I tell people that all the time. They're like, yeah, how much how much does it cost to charge? I'm like, well, the, the range that I use about a hundred, you know, about a dollar twenty nine cents. Call it a day. They're like, what? Yeah, like, and the crazy thing, you believe you? Know, <laughs> yeah, and they when I was doing my research, those prices. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was doing my research, I was I was doing all the calculations. And the money that I was saving was significant when gas was just at two dollars and fifty cents here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Now gas yeah. is four dollars and fifty cents. I was like, I, you know, I, I turned to my wife one time. I was like, "Who's the man?" I know. I <laughs> I didn't predict it, but you know, we, we were in the right place at the right time. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's like yeah. Right now, I'm saving so much on gas. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Like that that calculation I did where I where I'm uh, spending. I spent eight hundred and fifty six dollars. Um, basically for the year, I think the other end of it is saved me like $1,300. So mm-hmm. it was like, well, all right, cool. You know, that, that works. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've had several people, you know, here we are, Alabama, you know, so we got a lot of folks who are just like, want to make it a political statement and an issue, you know, come up with <laughs> stuff. And it's just like, you're like, oh, I had somebody of mine told me, you know, you, it can't possibly cost you uh, less than it costs to get gas to charge up your car. And I'm just like, we have some of the cheapest electricity in the country, 10 cents mm-hmm. a kilowatt hour here. Yeah. yeah. Just, the <clears throat> electricity is plentiful. It's cheap. We don't have problems with our grid. I know, you know, the pessimists right. in Texas and California, yeah. but we don't have those, those problems, at least here, not, not now and not anytime soon. It's not like they're just going to, you know, let the grid collapse because everybody right. goes EV tomorrow. It's, it's a process that'll take time. But it's just, you know, you hear those those folks and they sit there. It can't possibly. I'm like, dude, it, I, I'm here to tell you. And I go to I go to these car shows, you know, and I go, I take the car. I, you know, I've always been doing car shows for years and years. And it's just like I, I go and I take it down the, to, to, to the muscle heads. And, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you, you, you can do this. It's like it's it's not, you know, yeah, this is an expensive car. This isn't just an example. There are, there are cheaper cars obviously out there than this one. But it's just like, just for example, you know, the electricity is just like is 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 mad cheap, and it don't cost that much. Yeah. What does it cost? When you go to the chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I get here's free charging, but it tells me how much it would have cost. And at least yeah. in the places on the East Coast where I've been, the most I've seen it cost from going from five to ten percent up to like eighty five, ninety was like fourteen, yeah. fifteen bucks. So it's just like, what you paying to fill up, buddy? Because it's just yeah. This, oh, but this here. Now here's an interesting thing, and this and I and I remember. Well, I, it hit me when I was talking to somebody about this. I said, "Think about it. My gas, my my gas that I'm paying for is after I use it. You pay for your gas before you use it. Like, <laughs> Dude, I didn't think about on, it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah, my <laughs> range that I use comes on the bill after I've used it, not before I use mm-hmm. it. It's like, and yeah, because yeah, I mean, you know, pop, my power bill went up maybe like. $30, $40. And it was like, mm-hmm. for the month? It was like, yeah, for yeah. the month. That's it. Like, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Really. Yeah, and I, I always say, you know, especially if you have a garage, if you're fortunate to have a garage, yeah. you have your own fueling station. And number one, there's a tax credit for installing a home EV charger. I think it's about 30%. So you can't apply mm-hmm. for that. The other thing is, you know, when you say you have to sell your home or you're going to rent your home out, that is an investment because 
you know, that someone who has an EV, they're going to see, oh, that, there's already a charger installed, you know, that works. Yeah. The, yeah. the, uh, the other thing about uh, charging is that, um, you know, I think companies are waking up to the economics of EV charging. So you have uh, companies like Wawa, uh, Sheets, a gas station, Bucky's Circle now, K. like yeah. What, yeah, Circle K, Target. Yeah. So they know that if we install chargers, we have people that will walk into our store and buy something. Yeah, that's, because, that's well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. the same thing, same concept. <laughs> it's like yeah. we were you're not gonna you're not gonna lose anything. Yeah, yeah, if you had a high speed charger, you're gonna have somebody there for twenty to minutes to an hour, depending on their car. But if you had even a level two and they want to get a good charge. You know, put it in front of a store, like you said, just like that. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to walk in, you know, we're going to yeah. as opposed to someone who goes to the gas station. They may just they get the gas, you know, you know, road trip, you get the gas, go to the bathroom out. You know, they, yeah. you, quite often you don't pick up nothing. But someone who's sitting there might be sitting there at a high speed charger for 20 minutes would say, mm -hmm. eh, might as well go in and get some snacks, get a magazine, yeah. whatever. You know, you're, you're going to yeah. go in and you're going to spend money. That's how gas stations make money. They don't make no money on gas. They make their right. money coming in and making a purchase. Yeah. Who's more yeah. likely to purchase, you know? So, yeah, and I've always been on a lot of road trips. Yeah. And, and for yeah. me, I, I like the fact that you do get those breaks, um, you know, mm -hmm. depending on how far you're going. Like, uh, I, we go, we've gone to Jacksonville, we've gone to Atlanta. Um, you know, I, I haven't, I don't really travel too much up north, but, you know, those trips have been good to me. I mean, and like going to Georgia, I could, I only have to stop once, but for me, I calculate. I want to have at least 50% when I get to my destination. So I, I stop again right. just to kind of just top yeah. off a little bit, just, just so I can drive around. Yeah. 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 You know, that's the only, now I will say that's the only difference. Um, you know, when you get to a destination, when you plug in your destination in the Tesla, it's just getting you there. It doesn't care what you have when you get there. It's just getting you there. So it does take a little forethought on your own side uh, okay. to say, okay, you know what, maybe I need to stop again, um, you know, just to, Add an extra 20, 30% so I can have a little bit to, to drive. Of course, this route planner will do that for you. You can tell it that I want to arrive there with a certain amount of charge. Oh, that's good. Now, now, yeah. I, hey, Elon, you need to get on that because I, I know. That. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because it, it does make a difference because I know when we go to the beach, we'll usually rent a house that has garage access. So, you know, I can go in on, you know, basically running on like 2% battery, knowing that I'm just going to plug into that one to not let at the beach house. Yeah. And so when you're taking road trips, if you have, and that's the other thing about EVs, if there's a, a 110 plug available to you, you can just yeah, you park can. your car. And, you know, on our beach trips, we're not doing a lot of driving. So once we get down there, the car is just, you know, trickle charging to that, you know, that low outlet. But, uh, but you know, I, the other thing about charging is when you when I go to the airport, the free charger's there. Like, mm -hmm. when's the last time you went to the airport and someone gave you a free tank of gas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you've been to a store and you know you plug in for you know twenty minutes and you basically covered the cost of that trip to the store? So there's free charging in a lot of places that a lot of people don't know about, and even and that's why you know I educate some of my partners. You know, at the hospitals we cover. Uh, I actually just got an email that another hospital installed some EV chargers for uh, for the employees. So, you know, there are places you can plug in for free. You know, if you have an outlet, you can plug in. It's not going to be fast, uh, but, you know, there there is some convenience there where you don't have to always, 
uh, think about, oh, I always need a fast charger. Depending on your destination, you can get by with trickle charging. Yeah. Yeah. If, just, if you're at work for if you're at work for six hours, what do you what do you what do you need? Like why? Yeah, you're just sitting there, you'd be charging. That's that's where it would be nice if if most of the workplaces had that because you know, the places where I've worked at and where I do work at, the majority of them don't. You know, uh, I, I work uh, as a contractor for the government. As most of these uh, companies, you know, you got the big companies, the Boeing, Northrop Grumman, those type of Most of them don't have it. But there's a couple of companies in the area where I have noticed mm -hmm. they have uh, uh, free chargers mm -hmm. in their lots. And I'm just like, wow, you know, that's that that'd be something that looking at you know i'm looking at a job and i'm going to be working there and i'd be like hmm okay this company you know they've they've got free charges up in their lot you know yeah. that that'd be something yeah. you know I would yeah. consider it's, you know this job over that job you know so yeah. everything being equal it's like hmm. it's an incredible yeah. employee perk that goes yeah. underestimated because you know you have people commuting well you know i live in atlanta and people commute really really far to work but if you know, charging's free where they work. You know, that's a huge perk that they, they might <laughs> want to not only yeah stay at your company, but they'll tell other people yeah. about it. That, and and so it's a huge it, it adds to employee satisfaction when you say, all right, we're going to take care of you. And for the you know for the company, electricity you know like like for us even at home, you know it's it's a drop in a bucket. But if you can retain employees, you'll make that back up. You know and uh, exponentially, uh, just with the electricity cost that you're using to provide free charging for your employees. And I'm pretty sure as a business, you can write that off. So it's like, right. It's, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not much at all, but yeah, I mean, at my, my job, we had, it was one person that got a Tesla and then I got mine and then we had a third person. And it's like, I can only imagine like this time next year, how many more people will have gotten an electric vehicle because, and then we only have two chargers. So it's like, once that happens, you're going to have to install another one. Mm -hmm. And which, you know, which which is not difficult for them to do. But it's like, yeah, once you start ins installing more of them, just like you said, like you said, Tim, it's a big it's like your job giving you a way to get to work. It's like, yeah, you're supporting right. me trying to get to work. All right. Cool. Hey, that, yes. That's, add that yeah. to the benefit. Yeah, that yeah. could save you because it's it's that one thing that that electrics where it'll it'll get you that one situation where you had a low charge, you pulled home and you forgot to charge the car overnight. That's that one mm -hmm. time where. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like you wake up in the morning and it's just like, okay, I've only got about 30 miles worth of range, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you got to get to work. That's that one time where it'll, it'll, it'll burn you where it's just like, okay, if there's no superchargers between here and there, then, you know, especially if you had a job that's like, well, I might get there with one mile left, but I'll just plug in. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I'll have yeah. a, yeah, I've, I've done that before. Work. Yeah, Shoot, so, I did that. I did I, that the other day. I, I forgot to yeah. plug in the car. My wife was like, oh, you didn't plug it in. I was like, oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard part about workplace charging is that, as you mentioned, Don, there are more EVs now. And so even at some of the places that I could, you know, three years ago, I can almost always get a spot. There are some days I go in mm -hmm. and it's completely full. So I, I always advise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, and it's good for I, I love to see that. I love to see the chargers uh, filled. And if there are any employers who do set up charging, Maybe set up a rotation with your employees. So, you, you know, say, hey, so-and-so can charge on Mondays, so-and-so can charge on Wednesdays. Yeah. So that like way, yeah. Or limit or something like that. So throughout the day, right. more people can yeah. charge as opposed to one person. I'm just going to sit here all eight hours and, right. and take this charger. Yeah. And we do that at work. Yeah. You know, if, uh, one of my um, ultrasound techs, is, she uh, has a Tesla and she's like, hey, I'm plugged in, but I'm about to leave, you know, if you want to plug in and uh, again, you know, it, 
I don't feel, you know, I'm not dependent on workplace charging. Uh, so that is one thing I try to advise people, you know, because now that EVs are popular, so you, you know, workplace charging can get a little crowded unless you have a rotation. But again, setting up a, a home charger is an investment. It's uh, that, but it, it's gonna save you a lot of time. It's always gonna be there. It's gonna add value to your home and. Uh, and, it, and again, it give you a, a consistent place where you can get a quick charge. So, how do you? What do you guys have at home? So, for uh, I have a, a NEMA fourteen fifty plug. I put it in the garage, and then uh, Porsche actually sells a uh, a unit that they custom make. They have one that's just a, a dumb wire, and then they have a one that has an actual uh, computer in it, and you know it'll sit there mm -hmm. in various settings and things, set up profiles. For charging and stuff like that you can do smart charge they have some kind of home electric system that it's compatible with i've not seen or heard from anyone who, who's actually used that I, uh, I think that thing is kind of falling off it's not like forward with that whole reverse charging which mm. would, oh my gosh that's so big so big that would yeah. be awesome but um yeah but yeah, so i just did that and it didn't cost me much at all because the wiring in my house you know the house wasn't is, isn't that old so it did it they didn't have to upgrade anything had an electrician come out and look and see and make sure that it could handle the uh, 80 amp circuit and everything and then he's like yep and it just it was 50 bucks for the part and then it was like 100 bucks or something like that for him to install so it was a quick nice. boom and you know and he was done had that out there in the garage so if you have those situations where your wiring is good your your panel can accept the extra load and everything then it works out great. That you know that doesn't work out for everybody. Sometimes you got to get right. some major electrical work going, mm -hmm. and it might cost you some thousand something dollars yeah. to, to to get it installed. And then some of the units, you know, they're different prices. You know, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, depending on what type of unit you know you get aftermarket, or if you get one from your dealer or something. But yeah, that's yeah. that's all I did for mine, and it's it's worked great. Yeah, so that's all I have. I have a NEMA 1450 in my garage. Fortunately, my electrical panel is right in the center of my garage. And when I bought my car, I was trying to figure out, all right, uh, who's going to come install it? Uh, and in Atlanta, I was shopping around. I got a couple of quotes. One was like $700. One was like $1,000. And uh, I, felt, I felt like, man, that's a lot. And I actually went on, at the time, Amazon no longer does this, but they had a Amazon home services. And one of the services mm. was uh, EV charging setup. And so they would uh, set up a 1450, I believe it was like 500 bucks. And he came in and he was done in like 10 minutes. And I was just like, that was the easy, that was the, I thought it was gonna be like, you know, an hour or two, but you know, the, and I always tell people, it's not that complicated, provided that you do not have to run a long conduit from your uh, electrical, um, panel but uh it's it, it, I, I always uh, advise people if you know an electrician this is like a really easy install that they could do lit i mean the parts cost nothing and so you can have your setup really quickly uh but i think there are some electricians they they add the i call it the tesla tax so if they if they know you're putting in a charger for a tesla they might raise the price a little bit so i, I say shop around get several quotes and if you know anyone who's handy or uh, can do, uh, the, you know, electrical safely, uh, you know, they. So I, I've heard some people that say, "Yeah, my electrician just put it in for free," because it's, it's again, yeah. it's not a complicated install, and yeah. um, and and the parts are not that expensive. And I do not have a high power wall charger, so I just use my mobile 
connector that came with the car. Um, thank goodness Tesla, you know, added that back as an option. Uh, you know, they took it away for like a week or two, but, uh, <laughs> but I just have the cable that came with the car and then the 1450 adapter. And, uh, and that's all I have for my, my charging setup. And, and so really quick at 10 minutes, my charging was set up in my home. Well, I was I was definitely the victim of the Tesla tax. Mine cost me thirteen hundred, yeah. but that included the wall connector too. And yeah, but you know that was something me and the wife we talked about. And it was just like because I was looking at you know maybe getting the charge point charger because I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know which EV you know we might get later. You know, I don't, but yeah. you know I, I did see that. Um, I'm not sure if you guys uh, know him, but I one Tesla Brian. Uh, mm -hmm. He lives not too far from here, but um, he had an, an Audi e-tron for a little bit, and he he. He uh, exclusively charged his using the Tesla charger. So when I saw that, I was like, OK. But, you know, my wife was like, hey, we're going to go all in on electric. Just get the Tesla charger. I was like, OK. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I, yeah, would, I would say, yeah, I would say if you if you are if you know you're going to be in your home a long time, definitely. And, you know, you're going to own Tesla's, you know, get in that high power wall charger. But if you say, you know, what, I'm going to be in this house just a year. Uh, you might want to consider that 1450 is a little bit more uh, flexible as far as yeah. you know aftermarket chargers you could put in there. And so you know I, I would say start there. But if you know you're going to have a Tesla and you're in, and it's just you know once you have it installed, if you moved, you know it, it you're going to have to pay for another installation. So but the 1450 is a great option. You could plug in a lot of aftermarket uh, chargers uh, or, or charging stations. And, uh, and for a lot of people that that that's really all they need uh, for for speed of charging, you know, with that outlet, you know, within four or five hours, my, my car is charged. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I always advise people, you don't really need the fast home charger in the world, especially if it's going to be parked for uh, eight, eight to nine hours when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I even have mine. St mine step down like I don't charge it at 40 amps i'll charge it at like max like 32 amps and then mm -hmm. some days if i know we're not going anywhere for a while i step it down like 24. yeah you, you scale it to what you need and that's that's pretty pretty nice so you also have the issues i know we have the issues here with the with the heat out in the garage so in the summertime i actually have to turn it down to uh, to about mm -hmm. 20 24 amps just because it just yeah. creates a big heat and the car is working mm -hmm. real hard to try to keep the uh the you know the whole system cool out there and it's ninety five degrees in the garage so but in the winter you know, uh, I, I think I'm gonna do that like uh, I we don't normally park in the garage I mean you know once again if nobody knows African Americans don't really use their garages to actually put their cars <laughs> in smoking storage but um, I do I do have enough space to actually put it in there and yes it gets hot here too like you know eighties nineties during the summer and then like some days a hundreds. What I what I think I might do this year around, um, I'm going to probably uh, put it in the garage to see how much of a difference it makes. Because my mine solely stays outside, and then even I close the garage on the on the cable, and I got like a sleeve that goes around it, so then that way it doesn't like wear on the on the cable itself. And you know that's worked out really really well for us. Because um, you know, like I said, I've got kids, and you know if they want to go out in the garage, fine, have at it. But um, but yeah, I'm, I might I might actually switch it up a little bit this year and put it in the garage and and see what the difference may be yeah no we could only fit the one in ours and that that was part of our equation too when we were thinking about it like we were talking earlier before we got on here about uh you know uh 
getting a second uh, SUV. My wife uh, get, got her SUV, and we were thinking about going with a, an electric. And for mm -hmm. a couple of reasons, it didn't work. And one of those was just we can only fit one vehicle in the car, so we have to come up with a method, like you were mm -hmm. saying, to be able to run a cord outside yeah. to it. Both vehicles can charge at the same time, you know, potentially put up in another outlet or something like that. Um, and, you know, that and then the fact that uh, we were talking about uh, you guys looking at third row SUVs and whatnot. And it seems like on the market right now, Tesla's about the only game uh, mm -hmm. for a third third row SUV just about. I think there's one. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the Rivian R1S. That oh, one. Yeah, they, they yeah, just that one. That one. R1S. Yeah, and then um, that 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 Mercedes EQS that I saw, they said that that's going to be a third row as well. Yeah, the EQB. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, that's that's going to be a, another third row option. They're, they're coming. The third row option. Yeah. It's just there was not a lot of options, and my wife just did not want a Model X. So I was just mm -hmm. like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm cool with that. <laughs> she, mm -hmm. she, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she had something that had that third row for her, so she could uh, move the dogs around and everybody could be comfortable in the car. So, you know, it was just, just, it just was what it was. It just didn't work out for us, but we might, you know, look at it again in the future, you know, and see once these options yeah. start. Cause we really like to look at the Cadillac Lyric, man. That, that's an amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the, if you guys are interested in, in what the interior of the R1S looks like, um, I Justine and I can't remember her sister, but her sister, they both did videos on that car and, Man, like if I want an electrified version of Traverse, that is it. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm upset I never put a, a reservation in now, and I didn't think I was gonna like it that much. I do like the R1T, but the R1S, as for for a person that has four kids and you know family of six, that would be perfect. That truck is real nice. I've seen it a couple times, yeah. person, and it's just it's it's been mind blowing every time. It's just it, yeah. it's amazing, amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're incredible options for for people if you want to make the transition. The only problem is the wait times are long, mm -hmm. uh, and I have been advocating. I, I sent out a Facebook post about three months ago. This is before the gas prices spiked. I said, if you're at all thinking about getting an EV, just test drive it and put your order in now. And even if you back out, at least you're in line because. What we've seen is as gas prices spike, the demand spikes for all EVs. Uh, and so that adds to the wait time and the production is, is higher than what it used to be. But now we're just seeing, you know, this is the reason why we're here today, just trying to educate people on the benefits. Yeah. But these conversations are happening. People are starting yes. to do the math. It's just like, man, do I really want to, you know, keep filling this, this, uh, this, this gas car up? And I've, you know, encouraged people, you don't have to like replace both your cars, just start with one EV, use that EV for all your, you know, commuting, your, you know, uh, trips to the store, uh, taking the kids to soccer and back, you know, work that EV at, uh, to mm -hmm. try to save, save and try to fight the inflation from, uh, from the gas prices. And then you can always have your gas car, but you'll find, you know, I, you know, Dom and I are in the same position is just like, Actually, we could we're we're okay. You know, we could probably go with two EVs. You know, once once you figure out how to you know get used to driving an EV, charging it, what the what it what it entails, which is actually way more convenient than your gas car. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times do you you know when you had your gas car, 
you got out and it's like you're about to you know leave your driveway it's like oh i'm on e i gotta stop you know before <laughs> i get away but now with, with the ev it's just like you you know once you go out to your car you're ready to go for your day and uh and you know for me i only plug in my car like once or twice a week depending on the driving i'm, I'm doing yeah. so uh that that's another misconception you don't have to plug it in every day like you you can uh you know so if you have two evs in the house you know one can plug or go plug in on one one night and the other can plug in another night you, again if you have mm -hmm. 200 300 miles of range you're uh you're probably not using all of that through the week unless you're doing heavy driving uh but or, it, or you got a heavy a, foot it, right yeah but the convenience is is great and the one of the other misconceptions like cold weather even hot weather uh so uh hot weather and cold weather affects the range for both evs and gas cars when your ac yeah. is running or your heat is running range uh you know is is decreased with with both of those uh types of vehicles but you know a lot of vehicles have new heat pumps now that help with the uh the cold weather range and um Again, you know, even though you're spending more, like I'm blasting my AC on 10 because it's like 120 degrees in Atlanta these past couple of days, but uh, but still the the cost to to fuel the car or to power the car is uh, is just way cheaper. Despite me running my AC like that, you know, still plugging in the same amount of times as I was before the weather was hot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, you don't you you do lose some. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, like you said, you do lose, uh, range in the, in the cold, but Tesla's made it easy to wear it for, and I, I don't have a heat pump, but what I do is I pre, I precondition the battery at a certain time. So while it's yeah. still plugged in, that's yeah. one way that we fight that. So in that way, the batteries are warm, ready to go, even if, mm -hmm. you know, no matter how cold it is outside. And that is, oh, yeah. that is such an underrated feature. Like cars yeah. frozen over, like defrost <laughs> Yeah, and it's done by the time, by the time we get out there. Yeah. And you can run it in your garage, you know, not worry about carbon monoxide or anything yeah. like that. That's yeah, the other thing. That's yeah. awesome to be able to sit out there. This has been so many times we sit out there, you know, in the car and cleaning it or you know, I'm just playing around with the tech and messing around yeah. with the buttons and stuff like that. You know how it is. You get out in the garage and it's hot or something. You're like, well, I just turn the AC on. You're just mm -hmm. so in that opposite mindset. Like, I can't do that. I can't just start that up yeah. and open the door but now, you know you ain't got to worry about it you turn the car on and you run those things and it don't cost you anything and i know a lot of folks have those uh questions about electric cars along those lines of well how does it do that how does it work with the ac how does it work with the heat and i'm just like it works better than a gas yeah. car you get yeah. ac you get that cold almost right away you get heat you ain't gotta wait for engine to heat up yeah. you get heat right away it's just it's just electric so it just yeah it's 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 instant so and then what about the lifestyle change? It's like you when you used to leave the house, well, especially with the advent of the cell phone, you leave the house, you check for three things, wallet, keys, cell phone. Now it's just like wallet, cell phone. Like that is weird. To, you yeah. know, for a while, it was weird to get used to. It's like I'm missing something, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, when I leave the house, it doesn't. And I'm this is why I'm, I'm I can't wait to get the second EV, because at that point, it doesn't matter which car I walk up to. With, mm -hmm. As long as I have my phone, I just get in any one of the cars and I'm out. It doesn't matter. It really, it literally doesn't matter. That must I don't be have to we don't have that feature, but that must be nice. I still got to carry a, a, a normal old car key on that one, but that that's a feature I would love to have to be able to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I've seen a lot of people complain that you know it doesn't work. I'm like, I, the only time I, I've noticed that it doesn't work is if, is if it's in my back pocket mm -hmm. and I'm standing forward. 
But that's only because what most people don't know is that that uh, some 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 bands of um, uh, connection don't go through human bodies, and that's what mm-hmm. I found out. So if I take it out of my back pocket or have it in my front pocket, I is, I don't have that issue. Is it using NFC or is it? Uh, I think it's Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah, it's, it's mostly Bluetooth. Yeah, because if yeah. it's in my back pocket, and I walk up to the car, it, it'll either wait for me to turn a certain way to actually grab the connection, or I have to take it out. Or I have to just wait, I and mean, you know. But by the time I take it out, it's like, oh, hey, you're right here. But yeah, so I that's what I theorize. It does the Bluetooth the Bluetooth wave doesn't go through your body. It it, it can't travel that. That's very cool. Yeah, no, I would I would love to have that feature. I know they said that their Apple is releasing some yeah. new feature that's supposed to be compatible with a lot of cars, but it's just at the same time the automaker has to yeah yeah put that in and just wonder if they gonna bother with the older quote-unquote older models you know that or are they just gonna say nah from uh ios 16 and and 2024 model and beyond will uh will make it compatible well i would only assume porsche has that technology already it just hasn't you know because i think when they unveiled like the the phone as a key through apple i think that was what a year ago two years ago Mm -hmm. so i mean if if yeah the fact that you've had yours already, I don't see why it can't. But yeah, I'm sure it just depends on the uh, the maker and if they've already accepted that or and, and thought of that. Yeah, be nice if they did. Porsche is not as up on the tech <laughs> as as Tesla. That's the one thing where it's just like I've rented the Tesla uh, uh, when we went to DC last year in October, and it's just the tech in there. Yeah. Just the absolute ten out of ten. Just well, your range is way better than ours. Your range calculation is way better than ours. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that that has been. Yeah, I did notice that that the range calculations was off there, and then but yeah, the Porsche is very smart in adjusting, and it'll tell you real fast. Like if you're going somewhere and it's you know you're driving heavy or you're using the AC heavy or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's cold, whatever it is, to start sapping the it'll update real fast. Yeah. They're saying, okay, you know, you won't, you'll, you'll know within a few miles that it's just like, okay, I'm going to take that range estimate down because it's just like if you had just been driving around town like you've been doing for the past yeah. you know, two, three weeks, yeah, you're going to get uh, uh, 280 miles, 300 miles range. Or just like now, given, okay, you're, you're going to get 250, you're going to get 240. It's going to, it's going to yeah. tell you. Quick. Now, yeah. for, for us, what I wish Tesla would do is add that to let us know, like, what's using the majority of the battery that I'm when I'm driving mm-hmm. right is it the only way that we have to tell that is if you know like if you're going 60 miles an hour and it's relatively warm and you and you normally get like 250 kilowatts per mile and then like you turn on the AC and it jumps to, like 280 it's like okay that's the difference right there we have to guess that i wish i'd like the Ford uh, F150 and the Mustang and all that they have that where it's like as you're driving, it tells you what percentage of uh, was sapping, um, you know, your your energy. Which I wish we had that. That'd be great. Yeah, no, that is yeah. awesome. We don't. Yeah, it doesn't tell us particularly. It just does all of that. It's transparent to us as the users. So it's whatever it's doing in the background and using that to figure out how much its range is. It's it's not known to us, but that would be a great feature. I didn't yeah. know if I had that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I really want that. If if yeah. if there's any, because I mean, out of all these apps that pull data from these cars, I'm like Tesla. You can do that. That's not a problem for you. I mean, you guys are pretty good at, at shifting and, and and doing all this anyway. So, and you know, we just got an update recently. I'm not sure if Tim got. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's it is uh, an update to how the, the range calculation. Which yeah, it's still yeah. interesting that even now it's still updating its algorithm and, and battery management system to, to give you more accurate um, readings. 
Um, yeah. you know, yeah, now, it, now, it, now it factors in wind and elevation, I believe. Uh, ah, okay. So, but yeah. I always tell, I always tell people when I'm on a road trip, <clears throat> I just stop when, when I need to stop. And I don't really, I've, I've stopped when I first got my car, I was so focused on the range and now it's like with kids, if they're like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. I just, you know, look, what's the next supercharger, you know, yeah. and then just plug in there and. Uh, you know, the, the one thing, is, and, and Ray, you mentioned about the tech and going back to the overall price of the car and it's just the, yes, you pay a little bit more, but I would say from my experience with Tesla, the, the tech and autopilot, I mean, on road trips, I mean, there have been times 95% of the drive is like on autopilot. And so, you know, when I drove 12 hours to Ohio, I, I got there, I was refreshed because, you know, and I was paying attention, but the, the car did a lot of the driving. It takes a lot of the stress out of the road trip. So although the charging takes a little bit longer, I always tell people, how much would you pay for a chauffeur to take you, you know, from one, <laughs> one, from one place to another? Like, what would that car service, how much would that cost? Yeah. But when you buy, you know, some of these modern EVs with this uh, advanced uh, cruise control and autopilot, I mean, it's, it's invaluable, like, and, and you know, uh, Tesla just released the uh, enhanced autopilot option is now back and uh, and the full self driving. Yeah, it's expensive, but, you know, I have to tell you, I've, I've been using the beta and it's, oh, it's, nice. it's, I didn't it's, know yeah, it's, yeah, it's been taking me back and forth to work and it's a little stressful. I, I will tell you because <laughs> I'm like, you know, but it, it's amazing what it does, what it recognizes. And for highway driving, I mean, it oh. is incredible. And so I, I like people cannot, you know, really fathom like how valuable that is. And yes, you're going to pay a little bit more, but man, when you take an eight hour road trip from Atlanta to mm. Orlando and, you know, you're basically just, you're, you're a passenger, you're paying attention, but really the car is doing a lot of the, the driving. It makes road trips so so much easier yeah that mental fatigue is is, is gone and you know it, and as a person that's driven a lot and you know r- rode in cars and a lot yeah it's like yeah when you get someplace after a six-hour drive you're like look i don't want anything just give me something mm-hmm. to eat i just want to sit down i don't want to do anything now it's like yeah like i look you know i like i said i live in charlotte and i live at the, like the top of 45 so like my father he lives at the bottom of 45 so it's like yeah i get on put on the cruise uh put on uh, autopilot and just sit there talking about like it's been most times where during road trips i sit there and talk to my wife like it's interesting like mm-hmm. the car is driving i'm looking but i'm paying attention to what she's saying and just you know ready to take over but not act but not mentally driving it's mm-hmm. oh man yeah mm-hmm. i can only imagine with full self driving that would be great like if i could get if i could just pay for um auto lane change just that yeah. feature alone that'd be great i'll, I'll take it yeah, well, that that just came back. I don't know if you saw it came back. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't have six thousand. Yeah. Yeah. As much yeah. as I wanted, like, man, you got to put me yeah. on a payment plan or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> but here here's the other thing about the automated driving. So what Tesla has is not new. So you know, yeah. Mercedes, BMW, they all have their kind of lane keep assist. You know, uh, traffic aware cruise control. It's just when you buy those cars, it's options that you add on. You well, know? but the and, difference, yeah. the difference that I tell people is like Blue Cruise and Chevys and, you know, those have to be mapped. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. the difference is Tesla, the cars, and I tell this to everybody, the cars can actually see. 
Mm-hmm. So they don't need, you know, if I, I'm not sure if you can do it on the FSD, but I know like on regular roads that are, are, are mapped and whatnot, well, not mapped, but like have lines and whatnot, the car can actually see. So it's reacting yeah. to what it's seeing, not what's mapped onto the, uh, you know, onto, onto the GPS. Like when you pass road signs, the car can mm-hmm. see that road sign and it's put and now puts it into the into the car. So yeah. that and, and this is crazy because it's doing it with like, what is it? One point two megapixel cameras, too. Yeah. You know, st- stuff that we'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm not using that. The car's like, yeah, this is what I use all the time. Yeah. And, I, and I wouldn't, and, you know, for uh, some of the other EVs, I would love to see, like, um, how how they, because I think Porsche, they do the same thing as, like, most of the other uh, cars where they, you know, have play and keep assist and whatnot. Yeah, it's and, called the uh, Inno Drive is what they okay. have. Mm-hmm. keeps the, yeah it can do lane keep assist and it keeps the distance and it can do that it can't do the lane changes and yeah um it, it don't do side streets and lights and signs like like all yeah, mine doesn't. yeah 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 no, yeah i rented that tesla and, and tried that mode and that was that was beautiful like you said that was that's that's again where that tech in in the tesla is just kind of almost worth its weight in gold because it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's a totally different experience yeah yeah and but, I, um, I think, uh, yeah, one thing about uh, historically, when you buy a car, you're always taught that, yeah, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it's going to depreciate, you know, $10,000, $15,000. But I know that all used cars have inflated values. But I mean, EVs, you know, you're if you own an EV right now, you know, that you have something that a lot of people want. And so when you're ready to sell it or ready uh, and, and it's just it's going to add a lot of value. Uh, so I, I told people now, like, get your orders in. The prices are only going to go up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you buy it, although it's a little bit more expensive, it's going to hold its value. And that's been shown for not just Tesla's, but a lot of EVs mm-hmm. hold their value, especially now with gas prices so high. So that, that is another thing to factor in that, you know, I've. I've had a couple of people ask to buy my car, you know, it's four, you know, almost five years old now. It's just like, if I'm going to sell you my car, you, uh, the price I'm going to tell you, you might as well get a new one. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, sure. so, uh, because it's just, it's so high demand. And, uh, but again, another perk of EV ownership, you know, your car is going to hold its value because we, we know where the future is headed. And, you know, if, I always ask people, do you think gas prices are coming down? Do you think it will be, you know, in 1998 when I was in high school, gas was a dollar a gallon. You know, will it, will it ever get back down there? No. Do you think it's going to stay the same or go higher? If you think so, then you probably want to look into uh, an alternative uh, vehicle. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. But yeah, thanks, guys. This has been awesome. This has been the first episode of EV Focus. What we're going to do, we're going to try to do this uh as often as we can, uh, of course, the guys and I, we're going to, you know, try to figure out our schedules and, um, but yeah, just continue to tune in. We'll, uh, start posting when the, uh, the episodes are going to air or, you know, right before and, um, definitely just keep on the lookout. I want to thank Tim and Ray and Ray, cause you guys have been really awesome. And, you know, this, this is as much your podcast as it is mine. So please feel free. Um, you know, going forward, what we're going to start doing is, uh, start having some of the, um, news of the week or news of the month and you know everybody's going to bring you know their their topic that they want to bring and we're going to discuss that and debate it and have some good conversations about it and you know if you guys want to learn anything i think this is definitely a place to be and we will see you guys uh later all right thanks for having us man yeah man thank you